I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. North America, the mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour satellite soiree. GA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Houston to Harrisburg, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo. We are on the air. They listening, DA. Everything we saying, DA. Everything. How we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. Tis a Trash Tuesday. So what is it that's bugging you? What is it that is something that's annoying or aggravating, something you just need to vent about? It could be anything. That's what Trash Tuesdays are for, a healthy place, a safe space to vent. If you want to do exactly that, you can tweet at me. DA on CBS is the handle, as always. DA on CBS. Also on the phone at 855-212-4CBS. Your trash is throughout the morning. Our trash is coming your way a little over an hour from now. Also, our countdown to college football season continues. Our annual series highlighting 25 of the most interesting storylines in college football with 25 play-by-play voices of those programs continues today. Joe Zygacki, the longtime voice of the Miami Hurricanes, is going to join us another year under Mario Cristobal, and there have been some really interesting battles waged on the recruiting field for Miami but will the recruiting fields be more interesting than on the field? Joseph Gacky joins us in hour number four. The rest of this hour in 20 minutes, sound check your best audio of the day. In 40 minutes, the Angels have decided to go for it. Good or stupid? We'll all do all that coming up this morning here on the show. But we begin with Damar Hamlin. The nation watched an enormous Monday night football game last year between the Bengals and the Bills in a game that could have decided where the AFC championship game was played was marred by the incident where DeMar Hamlet, of course, collapsed on the field. And we all held our collective breaths as a nation and watched him get carted off and wondered, is that young man going to live through the night? If you could take yourself back to that spot, it was as scary an incident, an episode, a sight as we've really ever seen at a sporting event because we've never seen in the middle of an NFL game 
especially a high-profile one, especially one that's nationally televised, we haven't ever seen a, a human being lose their life on the field. It had happened once before, back in the early 70s, but a lot of people never knew that happened. That was not a nationally televised game, and that was a moment in time that I think even your hardcore football fans may not have known a lot about. This was really the first time in the nation's history, or at least in the recent history since the turn of the century, and Teddy Roosevelt outlawing some of the more barbaric practices of football that we were forced to cope with. What if our entertainment killed one of the players? Ultimately, as we know, DeMar Hamlin survived the night and became one of the most inspiring stories of the last football season and maybe any football season. Yesterday at Bill's training camp for the first time since the incident back in December of last year, DeMar Hamlin donned pads and went to practice. Now, Hamlin did not hit. Hamlin was not involved in tackling, but DeMar Hamlin's a member of the secondary, so ultimately he's going to do that. Yesterday, though, was just about putting on pads and going through your athletic pursuit, going through workouts, putting on pads and going through a practice. And that happened for the first time. And so DeMar Hamlin was honest, saying, you know, there's there's some fear here. But he said, my faith is stronger than my fear. And he said, I've got the support of my mom, my dad, my team, the Bills Mafia. So that's why I'm back, and I want to continue to play football. A pretty astounding moment when you really piece together what has happened and what we all thought was possible in the hours or days leading up or after his collapse. And so how can we describe DeMar Hamlin's return to the football field yesterday? It is where we begin you're cold open. Uh, man, it feels amazing. It's a roller coaster of emotions. I was kind of all over the place, you know, just kind of being back for the first time. But um, God don't make no mistakes, you know what I'm saying? I'm on God's timing. As much as the NFL is, you know, on schedule and camp starts this day, this is all God's timing, you know what I mean? So you'll hear me say that a lot up here. I'm trusting in him, and, and that's, that's my strength in, in all of this right now. I honestly would love to, like, you know, do this whole process under a rock, get myself together, and then pop back out when I, when I feel like my best. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, I think there's strength in, 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 you know, going through a process in front of, the, in front of everybody's eyes. You know, it, it shows vulnerability. It shows strength. It shows perseverance. And, you know, that's, that's things I would love to stand for. I pretty much lost my life playing this sport. You know what I'm saying? So to come back and do it all over again, you know, it's just a it's – a, it's just – you know, it's, it's all over the place, you know what I mean? But I'm rooted in my faith. I'm rooted in, you know, the love of that I receive from my family, um, my teammates, you know, and the love all around the world. That just, it, it keeps me going, you know what I'm saying? And I, I got goals that I, that I still want to achieve within this game, you know? And football teaches you so much about yourself. It teaches you so much about life. Uh, you learn so much about yourself through the game, you know what I mean? And honestly, you know, nothing... What, what bigger challenge, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a challenge, so you know I'm embracing it. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open. Well, as you just hear, he's an extraordinary young man. He just is, and he feels like he's been put here for a higher purpose. 
and that is to help spread awareness of CPR around football fields, around sporting events, that that people should know if something like this happens. How do you make sure you save somebody from cardiac arrest? How do you make sure that you're getting the right treatment at the right time? And that is a really important cause. It is. Because one of the reasons, if not the most significant reason, DeMar Hamlet is still with us, is because he played in the NFL and there were two teams of the highest caliber health and wellness medical professionals that were steps away from him at the sidelines. You know, had this happened in his home, had this happened in the middle of the street, who knows what the fate would have. But because he had two teams of medical professionals trained to have Hawkeyes, Eagle Eyes, and react immediately to things that happen on the football field, you know, he was saved. And so it's it's an important event to just recognize these heroes that live amongst us that are trained to help us. And by doing so, they save lives every single day and we don't recognize them. Sometimes they live in anonymity. I don't think anybody amongst us, even the most hardcore football fan, could name a trainer or a chief doctor or a physician that's on the sidelines during football games. But those those people saved his life that night and then those at the hospital. And it, it just can't be ignored that we we have these types of events every single day and people are saved every single day because of the astute professionalism of, of, of those employed to protect us, which is just really remarkable. But for DeMar Hamlin, I just... This event happened on January 2nd. He collapsed due to cardiac arrest January 2nd. I don't think there was a, a a cell in my body of the millions or tens of millions or billions of cells that had any confidence DeMar Hamlin would ever be on a football field again, let alone an NFL football field, let alone in July for training camp. I mean, if you really zoom back, to that night who could have possibly imagine Susie Colber and Booger McFarlane and anybody who was on the ESPN set that that night started talking about DeMar Hamlin coming back to practice in July it would have been seen as crass as myopic as delusional nobody could have gotten away no matter who you reported for, who you talked for, no matter who you were employed by, if you were in the professional sports sphere on the morning of January the 3rd or that week and started talking about, yeah, and DeMar Hamlin can come back in July and practice with this team and you know he could be a, a player moving forward for the Bills, you'd be like, are you? What are you even talking about? If this young man survives, it's a miracle. Let's not talk about him playing football in seven months. And yet here we are. It is, it's a miracle. It's extraordinary. It's beyond anything I would have ever imagined. And I'm very surprised in many ways that the NFL has cleared this because of how terrified they always are of the legalities surrounding 
players getting hurt on the football field. We saw this with with CTE and the the ten year the the, the moment ten years ago where everything exploded, you know, on on the, in the public eye about CTE and about brain trauma and what was safe and what wasn't safe and what about your helmets and how young is too young and how many hits are these guys taking and what's the after effect the NFL trying to protect themselves legally against all of that long-term damage and the players that have already suffered long-term damage I just never thought from a legal standpoint the NFL would ever allow DeMar Hamlin back on a football field and yet here we are so the whole thing is kind of hard to even fathom it's hard to even imagine but it is it's remarkable it in every single way it's remarkable that DeMar Hamlin yesterday practiced for the Buffalo Bills now he didn't hit that comes next but he's incredible I mean I would be terrified of being on the football field I'd be terrified of reliving an event like that because now I'm placed back in the same situation and yet he's an incredible young man he really is he's an incredible young man Demar Hamlin back at practice for the Bills wow 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. If you want to jump in on a Trash Tuesday, of course, Tamar Hamlin should not be trashed, but you know what I'm talking about. 855-212-4227. I brought up yesterday, we talked at the start of the show about Aaron Rodgers going after Sean Payton for his comments about Nathaniel Hackett. And I want to read to you a, a quote that one of his wide receivers had yesterday. Alan Lazard, who was a longtime Packer wide receiver, of course, now came over to the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, told the New York Daily News, quote, I think what Aaron said spoke for everyone here. At the end of the day, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. We have bigger things to worry about than people who worry about our offensive coordinator. And I'm on record as being a vocal critic of Aaron Rodgers. I thought the way that he handled himself the last couple of years in the public eye, specifically about what he thought he was deserving of, what he thought the Packers were falling short of, his demands, his vocal criticism of what the team did or didn't do, his coach, his GM, him courting attention and then shunning the same attention him courting opinions and yet wagging his finger at those that made opinions, I thought has all been um, distasteful. And I thought has all made him look like a bit of a narcissist. And, um, you know, the guy that pulls the pin on the grenade walks away and says, what, why is everyone screaming? Well, what, what happened? Why is everybody so scared? And yet, Aaron Rodgers speaking up about Nathaniel Hackett the other day And taking to task Sean Payton, I thought, was the right move. You know, Rodgers could have simply said, I'm not going to talk about anything that, uh, you know, another person talked about. We're just here minding our own business, and that's for other people to talk about. But instead, he stuck his foot in the water, and he called out Sean Payton and called Sean Payton insecure and said, keep my coach's name out of your mouth and went to bat for his guy. And I thought that was the right move because Aaron Rodgers is the rare exception 
around the NFL that has the same stature as Peyton. And so it doesn't mean much if Sauce Gardner blasts Sean Payton. It doesn't mean much if a player who hasn't played for a, a, a Super Bowl winner or isn't going to the Hall of Fame challenges a Hall of Fame head coach. It matters when somebody as famous or as successful as Sean Payton is willing to do that. And that the only guy in the only guy for the New York Jets that can do it is Aaron Rodgers. It's not Robert Sala. It's nobody else in the roster. So Rodgers did that, and I think Rodgers did that to say, I'm in the same sphere as Sean Payton's, the weight of his words, and I will come back at you with those words. And so I'm here to kind of protect my guy and my locker room and my team, but also I think it's to help quiet internal skepticism of Nathaniel Hackett because let's face it Alan Lazard may love Nathaniel Hackett because he he played under him Aaron Rodgers may love Nathaniel Hackett because he played for him but the rest of that locker room has no idea of Nathaniel Hackett from the next guy and all we know and what a lot of people see is that Hackett was a total bozo last year let's face it there's no hiding that whether it was Russ, whether it was the roster, whether it was the ownership change, the whole thing was a bust, but Hackett looked like a complete disgrace on the sideline most weekends, most Sundays. So there's got to be internal skepticism as well. And there's Aaron Rodgers saying, that's my guy, I believe in that guy, he's our guy, and you don't talk about him that way. I think that's important. If you're going to get everybody on the same page inside that locker room, I think saying that, stating that is important. So when Lazard says, I think what Aaron said spoke for everyone here, that's what I'm talking about. I thought it was the right move by Roger. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. Welcome back, everybody. Listen to the DA Show on hundreds of affiliates nationwide, as well as Sirius XM channel 158, and stream us using the free Odyssey app or the free CBS Sports app as well. Soundcheck is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare? Want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now. You get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. 
All right. Sound check begins with Dwight Freeney. This guy's a Indianapolis Colts legend, and he joined Zach Gelb last night right here on CBS Sports Radio and discussed the Jonathan Taylor situation where their stud running back has demanded a trade. Here's Freeney. I just don't really understand what Jonathan and his agent is really thinking. If I was him, this would be a perfect place for me to stay. When the market is, 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 is kind of in flux and you don't know, stay home. Stay where people know you and people love you, all right? Especially with this new system that they're going to be putting in, all these RPOs. It's going to be a run-heavy offense. You have an opportunity to put up big, big numbers. This is where you need to be. I don't know where you where, where you think you're going to go. Maybe from a strategy standpoint, you go out there and roll the dice, Jonathan, and say, hey, you know what? I want to get an extension, and I'll hold out until I get it or something like that. If you want to hold out throughout camp until you get it until the last day. Ah, you know what? I was just joking. You know, I'm coming out and I'm doing what I normally do. But the demand of trade, I think, is extreme. And that, uh, it really creates a foul, foul taste and sense throughout the organization. I think Dwight Freeman makes a lot of sense there. I mean, I... I do believe that Jonathan Taylor is not even thinking about how he's used in the offense. He just wants a paycheck. He wants an extension. He wants a new contract. As he watches the rest of the running backs kind of shrivel up on the free agent market and thinks, when am I ever going to have leverage except right now when I'm still healthy and I'm still young and I'm still productive? So I don't even think it has anything to do with where he's going to play. It's just about his agent or him getting desperate about getting paid. And and all of these running backs probably feel the same amount of trepidation, of of anxiousness about this. But it's I've heard so many stupid things and it's just it's head scratching. I mean, the conversation that is pivoted to, well, these running backs should ask for a different position designation. That they should they shouldn't just be running backs. Well, what does that mean? Okay, so let's make Jonathan Taylor or Saquon Barkley some new position because they catch passes as well out of the backfield. So let's just call it like whatever, a T-back. Okay. What so General managers will now just forget everything they know about the running backs. The same exact people, the same exact players be like, oh, well, now they're not a running back, so I guess I should pay them. Now they're a T-back. <laughs> I mean, they're still the same people doing the same job. It's not like in the salary cap, there's an allocation to running backs and you're not allowed to go over it. It's the people doing it. It's like people are looking for a solution to something that's not broken. It's just the value of the person doing the job. It's nothing more, nothing less. Anyway, here's Oregon football coach Dan Lanning as Colorado is leaving the Pac-12. Not a big reaction. I mean, I'm trying to remember what they won to affect this conference. I don't remember. You remember them winning anything? I don't remember them winning anything. That's it. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's a great response. I mean, let's face it. Colorado football, sorry, Cap, has been 
pretty much a disgrace since it entered the Pac-12. If we were to go back to the Pac-12 entry point under John Embry, the legendary John Embry, who was there for two seasons, they went three and ten, and then one and eleven in the Pac-12. Then Mike McIntyre went there, and they went four and eight, two and ten, four and nine, and then had that random 2016 season where they went ten and four and eight and one of the Pac-12 at an Alamo Bowl. And finished in the top 20, and then back to losing five and seven, five and seven, five and seven, and then under Carl Durrell, four and eight, and then the one and 11 disgrace last season. So they have never been anything of no to the Pac 12. But you can't blame Colorado for jumping. That's the problem here. It's a great soundbite, it's great. And all these coaches are just so petty about this type of stuff because clearly it leaves the Pac-12 on even shakier ground. And the people left behind are going to be bitter. But is Colorado supposed to not go to a place where they actually have history, the Big 12? Probably geographically is equal, if not a little better than the Pac-12. And the, the Big 12's on better ground right now. Is a more stable television deal. I mean... You'd kind of be crazy at Colorado not to go to the Big 12. And I would say that it's a great soundbite from Dan Lanning, but shoe on the other foot. If Oregon got the invite to the Big 12, and maybe they have, don't tell me Dan Lanning wouldn't be the first one if they went being like, this is a great move. It's great. Fantastic move. It's a no-brainer. Of course, he'd be cheerleading the idea. Wait, DA, I'm stunned to a news. You said sorry, Cap. Andrew Kaplan, Wizard of Watch DA, went to Colorado? He absolutely did. That That is so. What? I that didn't know. So. Him and Jack Stern, alumnus, alumniuses of the Colorado Buffaloes? Alumniuses. That is exactly right. Both those guys are Buffalo grads, CU grads. And, uh, yeah, I've, now you know for alumni events, which I'm sure you would love to go back to Boulder for, you can hitch a ride with Cap. I Boulder's is Boulder a great place to be? Are you kidding me? Boulder's the best place to be. Kai Horton, <laughs> especially with Jack Stern. Well, look, we can leave that part out of it. But Boulder, <laughs> you are only a hop, skip, and a jump outside of Denver, which is an amazing city. Boulder has these incredible mountains all around it, the Rocky Mountains, so you can go skiing like five minutes after your class ends. It's gorgeous. And it's also basically the biggest party college campus in the world, certainly in the States. I mean, Colorado's renowned for its party scene, and it's of all shapes and sizes. It's it's the town. I can't believe, Boyle, you haven't just driven to Boulder and spent four days there in in all of your glory. Yeah, I don't know. You just sold it extremely well, so I guess I I got to go check it out. (laughs) Well, think about the preferred vices of the state of Colorado. Yeah. I mean, now, add to that the fact that it's a college town. Add to that, I mean, it's just, like, gorgeous. It's spectacular. I mean, Colorado is a bleep show. I'm talking about CU. CU is a bleep show. I've never actually spent any time there, but my friends that have gone there or friends that have graduated there was like, yeah, you don't even survive four years in Boulder. Wow. Well, Cap, yeah. I think Cap survived all four years, if I'm not mistaken, unless there was a transfer to a, a, a SUNY Old Westbury or a SUNY Plattsburgh in there. <laughs> no, no. 
No, no. He, he did four. He did four, and, and he survived to tell about it. But that's why he doesn't talk about it, because he's like, you know, I can't talk about these things. <laughs> and we'll give you uh, three, choice, uh, three choices for those vices, and the first two choices don't count. Yeah, I think we all know the vices. <laughs> <laughs> so is that why Cap just sits in the back quietly? Is he still, like, shell-shocked from Colorado? Cap has seen so many things. Cap has done so many things that he's one of those guys that it's like you're a senior and you watch the freshman go crazy and you're like, I've done all that, man. You guys are just JV. He's he's graduated to varsity partying. And now, yeah, he just sits at the back as the wizard. So that's how Cap looks. He looks down on all of us. Yeah, we're all just mm-hmm. JV to him. We're all squares. Bored. Yeah, totally. no. Nothing. Uncool. He's, he's seen the varsity. He's been part of the All-Pro. So here is Mike McDaniel as Jalen Ramsey, of course, was injured late last week and is now going to have knee surgery, taking him out until December. Here's the Dolphins head coach. He's a self-proclaimed alien. um, And, you know, he he couldn't have a better mindset with which to attack um, this process. Um, He he's immediately tell me whatever the timeline is and I'm going to beat it by a month. I don't, I don't doubt that. But the most interesting part about this clip is not that Jalen Ramsey might come back earlier than December. It's that Mike McDaniel is one of the handful of people in the world that I would want to sit down and say, what do you think about real aliens? I, I don't really care about Jalen Ramsey's timeline. I care about what do you think about UFOs? What do you think about aliens? Do you think we made contact? How many people do you think in America are part of the Pentagon, the CIA, whatever, that have the the sensitive information on this? What do you think they look like? When do you think that we'll actually, you know, uh, uh, connect with them publicly? When do you think they'll be uh, uh, somehow implemented into our society? I mean, Mike McDaniel would have alien takes for days. And good ones, I think. Really good ones. Yeah. He absolutely, and I, I just <laughs> I like how he starts off that answer. Yeah, he's a, a self-proclaimed alien. Um, <laughs> you know, he's he's definitely not of this earth. You know, Jalen Jalen's seen UFOs. Yeah, uh, we haven't. He's seen them. Daniel's uh, great because he's so deadpan about everything. He is, but you know, there's that tongue-in-cheek like sarcasm. Like he knows what he's saying is funny, and he's like acting through it all, keeping a straight face. Totally. We better get some gems out of him this year, especially if they're good. You know, maybe hopefully they don't have to worry about Tua concussions all year this year. And we can get Mike McDaniel unhinged, unfiltered, dropping some phenomenal nuggets on us. Because I think he's got, like you said, his takes on aliens. I Like, I think things that he's said so far, we're only scratching the surface with his wisdom. I agree. McDaniel is is one of the great quotes already in NFL history. And he's, and two, so he's a year in. Yeah, we need more of it, and we need him expounding on everything non-football as well. Like in that press conference, I wish somebody would have said, so let's talk about real aliens here, Mike. (laughs) Finally, Adam Schefter, with all these injuries and holdouts and contracts being signed, Schefter's a busy man. Listen to his phone, which won't stop ringing. This is courtesy of NFL Live at ESPN. We'll tell you the story on it, but I, I think it's going to be smooth sailing. It'll be really interesting to watch. As Shefty mentioned, it's been three and a half decades of greatness from the Packers. Shefty's, turns out that Shefty's uh, ringtone is ringtone. No, it's, it's not. Shefty, 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 Shefty,
<laughs> you can ring my bell. <laughs> it won't it's stop. Awesome, man. Man. Go to break. <laughs> So the the song that Schefter has as his ringtone is Anita Ward's Ring My Bell. Anita Ward was like a disco star back in the late 70s. Ring My Bell is really her biggest and maybe only hit. Is it weird that number one, Schefter uses a song as his ringtone, which is very 2008? Or is it weird that he uses a song from 45 years ago? Or does this make him endearing? Where do we fall on? <laughs> yeah, not endearing. Not endearing. Bugs, you don't like it? Well, I mean, it's also too, like, not his favorite song. It's like a sarcastic, like, ring my phone, ring my bell. I, I don't know. I don't get it. No, thank you. I, I kind of like it. I just, I, he's ashamed by it, it seems. He's embarrassed. Although maybe he's not because he keeps saying, oh, it won't stop. I think you can easily just silence your phone there, Adam. Um, I love that song. That's a phenomenal song. So I like the song choice. And I just laugh at the fact that, like, it could have been Jim Ursay or a cold source calling. And uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor's uh, requesting a trade. And on the other end, it's, can you ring my bell? <laughs> Hello. And then he just picks up. Yeah, this Adam. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's requested a trade. Go I for Shefty. Go for Shefty. That would. That's the opposite of endearing. That is douche level 100 out of 10. Yeah, go for Shef. Yeah, go for Boyle. It's like people are calling you. They know who they're going for. The weird thing, though, is that if you use a song as your ringtone, don't you at some point get totally sick of that song? You start to hate the song. So as Bogus just said, if he's using Anita Ward Ring My Bell, he's been using it ever since he was able to do a ringtone as a song. <laughs> right, right. So how many years has he been listening to freaking Anita Ward ring on his phone? My, my alarm in the morning used to be Robin Williams saying, Good morning, Vietnam. So I got really tired of that movie after a while. Wow, how about that? Yeah. So yes, yeah, so you can get tired of your ringtone. Bridget's like, wake up, Pete. You're going to Vietnam again. Again. Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. Looping, because I Good morning, Vietnam. Pete, can you get that? Pete, please get that. Good morning, Vietnam. You know, speaking of your wake up, Pete, without Shawnee, who's Hi. calling you to make sure oh. that you're awake these days? No, I have an alarm set. Botch is here, and Botch. Oh, that's okay. right. Yes. It wasn't. Sean didn't do that. It was. Right. It was Spot. It was a different person you inconvenienced. No, to make it, sure you're it's awake. All, it's a backup. It's mm-hmm. set there in case I oversleep. It's a team effort, folks. Yeah, and, and I don't know. It is a, it it's is a solo effort for me, and it's knock on wood. So far, so good for <laughs> almost twenty years. And okay, if you relax. don't, if you oversleep, your wife's not there. Though your wife's not there, you know, give you a little nudge if your if your alarm continues to ring and no, you for my, whatever reason. My don't backup get up. my backup plan is my obnoxious actual alarm clock that's across the room that would wake everybody up if it goes off. So I get up before that one goes oh, off. So, that's the that's the fail safe. So if that goes off, you're waking up everybody. So you're inconveniencing your house. But I don't. That ne- <laughs> it almost never goes off. I've been going off like twice that I can think of right now. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. I, get up, I feel bad for the alarm clock manufacturers that used to have a very profitable business. And now all you do is you use your phone. 
I mean, you just, you know, if you have an alarm clock, it's it's usually decades old at this point in time. A very robust industry just went underwater. Yeah, that's uh, technology. They died yeah. out. That's how technology works, DA. Alarm clock makers should have made a phone. They should have thought, you know, they should have been two <laughs> right, steps ahead. Yeah, right. The Casio phone. Yeah, the Casio that you hold up to your head as it beeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Andrew Bogus is a kind sir. He has headlines. And they are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. I don't, I don't know if I would get sick of that song. It's all-timer. Catchy. <laughs> Uh, U.S. women's soccer almost didn't make the knockout Oy. stage of the World Cup. Those going on? Ahead. Headed forward, look out there. A break, a shot off the post. That's incredible. That's J.P. Della Camera on Fox as Portugal hit the post in the 91st minute of this wow. Group E finale. That would have probably been the game winner and the tournament ender for the U.S., Instead, the Americans barely hang on a scoreless draw. Wow. They finish second in the group behind the Netherlands, who plastered Vietnam 7-0. Only one nation has won the Women's World Cup after not winning its group. Up next for the U.S. is likely Sweden on Sunday. It is trade deadline day for Major League Baseball. Relatively minor deals yesterday with the Rays, adding Guardians righty Adam Savali. The Mets sent outfielder Mark Canada to the Brewers, and the Cubs got Nats third baseman Jamer Candelario on the field. The O's left the country after taking two of three from the Yankees and kept winning. Here's the pitch. Gunner rips this to right. Way back it goes, and that baby's gone. Into the Orioles' bullpen. A solo homer for Henderson. And it's 3-0 Baltimore. And they beat the Jays in Toronto 4-2. Baltimore stays a game and a half up on the Rays atop the AL East with Tampa winning at Yankee Stadium 5-1. On top of losing the game, the Jays saw Bo Bichette leave in the third with right knee discomfort. The Mariners took care of the Red Sox 6-2 to reach a season-high four games over 500. They are 3 and a half behind Toronto for the last wildcard spot. The Astros rallied past the Guardians 7-3 to close within a half game of the Idle Rangers atop the AL West. The Reds growing their NL Central lead with a 6-5 win at Wrigley and the Brewers 5-3 loss in Washington. Cincy a game and a half better than Milwaukee right now. The Diamondbacks left standing 4-3 in 11 in San Francisco while the Padres were losing in 10 in Colorado 4-3. Arizona tied with Miami and Milwaukee for the last wildcard spot. San Diego is five games behind them. The Broncos can set aside their head coach and his big mouth and worry now about the wide receiver position. Tim Patrick suffering a suspected torn Achilles in practice yesterday. He missed last year with a torn right ACL. And K.J. Hamler stepping away for now to deal with a minor heart issue he expects to play at some point this season. Cowboys running back Ronald Jones gets a two-game PED suspension. And Northwestern football is expected to hire Skip Holtz as a special assistant to acting head coach David Braun. But don't worry, this is just a temporary gig for Holtz. He remains the head coach of the USFL's Birmingham Stallions. <sighs> is that yeah. Lou Holtz's kid? It is. It is. I'll never. You had for- a lot of questions this morning. Well, I, I, I'm very inquisitive. <laughs> I'll never forget when 
like Lou Holtz. I just remember watching when I was like 10 years old. I'm like, somebody's got to get this guy off TV. And, I, and that's as a Notre Dame fan. That's as a Notre yeah. Dame fan. I couldn't, I, like, I, I couldn't bear to watch it anymore. The end of him, Mark May, was it, and Reese? Was that the, the threesome that, that did that, Bogues? I think so. College football roundup show. Yeah. yeah it, got, it got ugly at the end for Mr. <laughs> Mr. Holtz. Mr. By the way, I, I, was, I was just about to. <laughs> I don't know why you see guys can't get their head out of your butts. A lot of case, a lot of case to case them in there. It sounds like <laughs> more from Family Guy. Actually, I think it was more a Pete Rose. I gave you. Again, a lot of case to case him. That's right. Look, it's all part of the coaching tree. The USC Trojans and the Fighting Irish are going to play us a slobber knocker today. What's Charlie Weiss doing? I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. <laughs> By the way, I didn't want to kill somebody on air again. I wanted to make sure Lou Holtz is alive. <laughs> yes, yeah, but yes. <laughs> yeah. No, you or- actually prefer him to already be passed, so he was safe. <laughs> now you put him in jeopardy. And now he heard this, and mm-hmm. who knows? <laughs> somebody send out an alert to the Holtz family. You oh, just reminded God. the Grim Reaper he's out there. It's Pat Boyle's kiss of death. <laughs> <laughs> So Casey Case and Lou Holtz, Mort from Family Guy, and who else? <laughs> when we come back, why are the Angels going for it? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Appreciate you being with us. You can watch us on YouTube and on Twitch. Go to the CBS Sports Radio channel there. The Angels did not trade Shohei Otani at the deadline. Will not. The deadline comes up today. And they've added pieces. But is it realistic that they're going to actually make a push to the playoffs and save the Otani relationship? We'll get to that. But first up, Victoria's in Mobile, Alabama here on the phones. Victoria, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. Getting, good. What's getting ready to start my day. Oh, fantastic. Well, thanks for calling in, and thank you for listening. Yeah, I've been listening for quite a while, and as I told your producer, when just you are talking, it's very informative, very entertaining. But when all of these um, laughing hyenas come in, I just, (laughs) I don't know, I guess I'm just too staid for that. Um, I love listening to uh, a lot of the shows that are around you, um, before you and after you. But I just am going to have. Uh, I just need to cut that cord from your from your show to me because it's not fair for me to to dislike all of that silly nonsense when maybe a lot of your Listeners just love oh, but it, we, but we don't want to lose you. You're saying that you will, you'll stop listening to the show because we're too silly. I can't listen to all of that. The the, the ha 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 ha, and I mean, it isn't like they're laughing at something funny. It's as if I'm in a nut house. Oh okay. no! So you don't you don't find anything that I say funny? Oh, I find things that you say funny, but things that they say or they add to what you say. Uh, or they pitch in 
And then all of that, that wild laughing, it's as if somebody just, um, just hit them with a shovel. Okay. Okay, gotta let you go, Victoria. Oh no! Oh no, we've lost Victoria and Mobile! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.